Sons of Freedom Ninjas. The mission to free the world from concern by flipping on those light switches in the brain. Learn, educate yourself, and mastermind with us. And join our Facebook group, Freedom from Concern. Ladies and gentlemen, good evening, good morning, good afternoon, good night, wherever you are listening to this podcast. It's me, Big Polly, coming to you again. Freedom Ninja Extraordinaire, this is the Freedom From Concern call for this lovely Tuesday evening here in the States. And I got my partner in crime, Sensei Siv. Good evening, sir. How are you? Hey, hey, hey. Bless, 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 bless. Yeah, bless and highly favored. I love it, brother. I love it. And, guys, we're going to have a little special uh, guest with us this week as we continue along our journey that is the book Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. And uh, i got to tell you, there's so much content and information in this book that you really have to parse through it slowly. And what we're going to be recommending from here on out as you're listening to these podcasts is that you generally take action. You pick one actionable thing that we are going to be giving you each week, and you just do it. You know, like the slogan says, just do it. What does that mean? Well, we're going to tell you exactly what to do, but, you know, obviously you're going to get the book, you're going to read it. I bet you many of you listening to this podcast already have the book, whether it's a PDF file on your on your iPhone or, or you got, you know, hard copies that have been dog-eared over the years. Or if you were like me, when I first got started in business, I was given a copy of the book. Then I was told to go buy the book, and I'm thinking, why would I go buy it if I already have it? Well, that was the first exercise in just doing it. If you're willing to follow instructions, then you're willing to be taught. Well, I guess at the time I was teachable, so I went and paid the 12 bucks or whatever it was, and I bought the book again. But guess what? I didn't read it. I skimmed through it. I felt, wow, I'm in business. I felt empowered, and I put the book on the shelf, and that was it. (laughs) It didn't make much sense to me that you got to open the book and read it. You know, you have to put in some sweat equity. And like you were talking about last week, Siv, you got some things that you just do automatically every single day, non-negotiables. And then you have some things that you do throughout the day that move you towards your dream. I'm going to highly recommend that you don't think about it, you just do it. We're going to be giving you some tasks, some uh, action items if you're in the corporate world, or some honeydews if you're married. Don't think about it. Just do it. So with that, let's talk about Chapter 1. And, Siv, we were talking before the call, and you made a statement. You said there's so much about desire, just the first chapter, that resonates with us, and it should resonate with the people at large, but it just don't. Because, you know, when you ask people, what do you truly want, what's your real desire, they just kind of look at you. They, and if they even knew what it was, they have no idea on how to get it. Is that not a true statement? Absolutely, Paul. I think a lot of times we're also conditioned to desire things outside of who we are, you know, instead of who we are. You know, we're, we're being we're being trained and conditioned every single day with everything that's on social media, everything's on the news, to say, "Hey, you want this." In actuality, you may have may have not wanted that, but because they sold you the bill of goods, you've you just thought, "Hey, you know what?" Maybe because everybody else is getting that, I want it too. 
You know, I think the most important thing for us to discover first, and that's why I like the fact that we're talking about this again and revisiting it in detail, is to share with everyone our personal experiences and also talk about some of the excerpts from the book from the first chapter as to why this level of importance should be important to you. Because part of moving forward is not just discovering your true innate desire, but actually finding out what's real to you, right? Because, again, there's so much distraction in the world to help you define who you are, but we never take the time to actually say, hey, this is who I am, you know, and letting go of the things that you're not and allowing yourself to grow into the best version of yourself. I think that's part of the secret. Right, not the overall secret, because the ultimate secret is you accessing it yourself. And like you mentioned, Paul, it's part of that. The most basic premise of that is if you find something that stimulates your mind and truly resonates with you, you want to act upon it. Regardless of how crazy it seems, regardless of how where you are and, and, and how far you want to be and, and who you are today, you actually have to embrace the fact you have to take action outside of what you're most comfortable in so you can to discover you can begin to discover that best part part of yourself and that desire that's really gonna help you define the secret, right? That's what we're talking about. <laughs> that's right. That's right. You know, the secret really is you. You know, and that reminds me of, of you know, when I was getting started in my own business, I was actually in, in school at the time. And a gentleman had approached me about, you know, a company. I'm not going to name any names here because we are completely agnostic for everybody. But as we were going through that process and I was meeting some of the leaders in that business and they were telling me what to do, I thought that I had to be like them. I literally thought I had to grow an inch taller, cut my hair the way they do, speak with their dialect and, and accent. I thought I had to become them in order to be successful. And I was... So wrong. <laughs> you got to be true to yourself. And I want to give you a couple of things right now that's going to help you be true to yourself because everybody's different. What my desire is will probably be a little bit different than yours, Siv, you know, or, or you who are listening to this podcast right now. But that's okay. You can still achieve what you want because when you self-actualize, what have you really done? Your light is shining so bright that it is warming all those around you. I'm not asking you to be like me. I'm asking you to be the super version of you. Be the best you can be, and that's going to inspire me to be the best that I can be, and that's going to inspire Sid to be the best that he can be. And, and you know, if everyone is content and happy in their own space, Oh, my goodness, I think the word peace comes to mind. But So I want to challenge everybody listening to this podcast right now to pull out a sheet of paper. If you have not read the first one or two chapters and they can grow rich, make it a point to do that this week. If you're a slow reader like I am, it may take you about an hour, maybe two hours to read it, but just read the first two chapters. Have a win for yourself this week. Hey, I did something. I moved my life forward a little bit. I'm getting a little bit closer to that promotion on the job. I'm getting a little bit better marriage because I'm reading a good book to feed my mind. I'm moving my business forward. Whatever it is that you desire, start by reading the first two chapters out of the book. Number two, pull out a sheet of paper and something to write with. You can use crayon if you want. 
and you are going to define what your desire is. And I'm going to give you a few steps on how to do that. When I'm talking to people and I say, what do you want? The, the first reaction is kind of to look at you a little bit weird, like, well, what do you mean? Do I want a sandwich? Do I want, you know, a cup of water to drink? Do I want a new car? No, no, no. What do you really want? Because I'm not speaking to you. I'm speaking to you, that inner you. What do you want? Guys, that's your desire. So what you want to do is get into a quiet place or a relaxed location where you're sitting in a comfy chair, something to write with, something to write on, and just dream. Just let your mind drift to say, what do I truly desire? If I could snap my fingers like a magical genie and get whatever I wanted, what would that look like? Pick one thing. Pick a bunch of things. It, it could be your perfect day, perfect life. It doesn't matter, but just start writing that down. Then, as you are, ha that's the fun part, just dreaming. It really is fun because kids do it all the time and it's funny, when we were growing up, say, if we didn't need Xboxes and things like that to have a good time, you just use your brain, your mind, right? So use your imagination and figure out what you really want and just start writing it down. No one has to see it. You don't have to share it with anybody. Just start writing it down. Then stop and start to solidify those things. If it's a new car, what kind of car is it? Year, make, model, color, leather or cloth seats. What does it smell like? What kind of gadgets would you have in the car? Where would you drive it? Who would be in the car with you? Would you be in the car alone? Is it a convertible? Is it a van? Is it a truck? Is it a James Bond vehicle that can go underwater? Whatever, whatever your heart imagines, right? As you are defining exactly what that desire is, I want a better marriage. What does that look like? Start writing down specifics. Then... What you want to do is write down exactly what you are willing to give up in exchange for that. Ooh, now the rubber meets the road. You got to put some skin in the game, ladies and gentlemen. Write down exactly what you're willing to give in return to get your true desire. So now it's not a silly dream anymore because you got to give something up. Yes, you have to give something in return, okay? Write that down. And again, you don't have to share this with anybody. Be truthful. Write it down. Then the next step is to put down a date when you would like to experience what your desire is. I want a better marriage to start to come into fruition 90 days from now. Put a date on it. What's 90 days from now? Whatever it is, write down the date. Because what you guys are going to start doing as we do these exercises, you're going to start training your brain, training your mind, like an athlete trains his muscles, to be very specific in creating and manifesting the life that you really desire. And it all starts with writing down exactly what that is. Next, when you write all that down, we are going to start talking about planning on how to achieve that. Okay, you've already written down what you want. You put a date on it when you want to see it in your life. Next, you've written down what you're willing to give up in return, right? Now we need to create a plan on having to get it, right? Because failing to plan is planning to fail, right? I'm sure we've all heard that before. When you have this sheet of paper, don't throw it away. Don't burn it. You're going to keep it in a safe place, and you are going to read it aloud. Why? So your voice can be heard by your own ears, 
we're training our minds, right? You're going to read it aloud every night before you go to bed. If you need to walk outside or go in the bathroom where no one can hear you, whatever, whatever it takes, you're going to read it aloud. And you're going to read that aloud right before you go to bed. And the first thing you do when you wake up in the morning. So when you get up in the morning, don't grab that phone, don't touch a computer, grab that sheet of paper, go in the bathroom, do your business, and read that aloud to yourself. Guys, this simple exercise, and I say simple because it is, but guess what? Siv, I'm going to ask you, in your experience, how many people are willing to actually do this for a 90-day period of time? Very, because what's, what's simple or even easy to do is very easy not to do, Right. It, 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 just, it just makes so much sense, you know, and that's the thing about life is when it makes so much sense, you can actually make a change and you can make a difference, but it's also very easy not to make a change or make a difference because you're establishing new habits that's supposed to establish newer habits that establishes newer habits, but before you can actually get to the level three newer habits, you have to start at the level one new habit, but if you look at the definition of habits, it's something you do every day. And part of establishing that habit is having the discipline to not do the things that take you away from the disciplines to do the things that you need to do. Right? I like how you broke it down. Do this, do this, but also not do this. Right? Don't look at your phone because that's one of my non-negotiables every day is what not to do. Okay? And not looking at my phone, not going on my computer is the very first thing that I don't do every day. And so I can actually add this easily into my daily ritual that's going to help me create a new habit, that's going to help me create a new habit, that's going to help me create a new habit. And then pretty soon, I don't have to think about it, right? So it's easy to do. It's also easy not to do. So to simply answer your question is, yeah, a lot of people is actually listening to this, including the first version of SIF, right? If I were to listen to this for the very first time and not truly understand the experience that this has allowed me to achieve the level of success that I've achieved in my life, right? The first version of SIF would have been like, okay, excuse number one, I don't have time for that. Are you serious? It can't be that simple, you know? Like, it's, come on, give me what I have to do to be successful. And that's the, that's the irony about life. Right? We want to create a lifestyle by design, but we're always looking for someone to give us permission to do so. Right? So I love what you also said, Paul, is when you write these things down, you don't have to read it out loud to anybody because you don't have to give us to, the, the allowance to give you permission. This is you realizing you and what you got to do to take personal responsibility for you and your daily actions so you can establish newfound habits that's going to create a newfound you. So, man, powerful stuff. That's it. We are finding new listeners through the listeners who are already listening. <laughs> you know, we're going to transform you, you know. And uh, it, it, when, I was ta when I was alluding to about training the brain like an athlete, what you're going to start to experience, if you so choose and picking up this activity and you're going to consistently do it for one week, one month, 90 days, okay, if you can get those milestones, what you're going to start to see around the 45th day mark, you're going to – understand that you're looking at your desire 
But that desire is going to begin to manifest through something called belief or faith. Because once you do this consistently, your mind is actually working and doing a bunch of stuff behind the scenes that if you just do this, you're going to start to develop belief or faith in yourself to make this stuff happen. And with that, I want to introduce uh, one of our special guests this week. Is a very good friend of mine. Uh, this guy, it, where do I start? Let's put it this way. He has been responsible for many, many, many hundreds of millions of dollars in business. We had the beautiful chance of meeting a few years ago, and we've kept in touch uh, through a mutual friend. And I invited him to come on and participate in this week's podcast because I think this is a topic that's near and dear to his heart. Uh, Mr. John, I want to introduce you as one of our newest Freedom Ninjas. What do you believe about the exercise that we've given today? Um, everything was very spot on. I was just wanting to ask you a very quick question to kind of sum up to where, how what you did is so impactful. Where are you hearing me right now? Where am I hearing you? Yes. And it's not a trick question. It just, it's, it's very prevalent to what's going on when you're talking about igniting desire. Before you get the desire, you've got to know what you're curious about. And a lot of people are so remotely far from their curiosity because they got entangled with fear and anger. So let's start there. You're hearing me inside of you. So therefore, everything that is happening outside of you is because of what's going on inside of you. So if I say one thing to you, you're going to get it one way, and somebody else's belief system is going to hear it a totally different way. One of you is going to be upset. One of you is going to be ecstatic. Why? It's, it's just the nature of the beast. It's because of what we have focused on, our, our experiences up to that point, which will give us the solutions to the desires that you think that you want. The, the desire is actually, it's, it's, it's kind of like a tricky little, sli it's a slippery slope. Desire is a really cool word to replace focus. Desire literally is just a setup for you to focus your curiosity, which is your potent, pure energy, for hopefully for 17 seconds. If you'll do it for 17 seconds, what happens is that beautiful brain, that mind, that supercomputer, it gets to do what it's designed to. It's already picked a topic. Now it gets out of the way. And if you don't know how to do this, put your hand on the heart. Like you were saying, the Pledge of Allegiance, there's a reason why they taught all of us children to put our hands on our heart. We forgot that. Cross my heart, hope to die, all that crap. There's a reason why you do that, because once you focus your brilliant brain onto a topic, that's called attention. Once the attention is there, the desire is ignited in the heart space. That's why your heart feels like it's expanding. The longer you stay in that feeling, you're getting what is called coherence, which is point one. That ignites the 40,000 little special brain cells that you seemingly get to get on those fleeting, oh, I wish I could do this more often, because it seemed like everything worked out perfectly. Why was that? Because in that moment, you, you knew what you wanted, 
you were so curious, and it did not matter what anything or anybody did, you knew it was a done deal. How do you get that certainty? Well, if you are going after something that's uncertain like wealth or security or whatever it is that you're going for, you first, as human beings, we have to have something to give us an idea of, okay, well, I want to be healthy. Well, what's health? Well, a lot of people are like, oh, I don't know. Well, until you figure out exactly what that is for you, it's not going to ignite the curiosity, which is going to fire up the engine that makes the thing come to you without effort. If you are literally forcing or working or upset, aggravated, frustrated, any of these low vibrations, that's just your polar opposite of what you're supposed to be doing in front of you because you're so hard-headed that you won't get the lesson. You're going to keep doing that until you go, you know what, what's better than dark? Oh, light. It's not a trick question, but a lot of people are like, well, I don't know. There could be purple. There could be a rainbow. No. Let's get right down to the brass tags. If you truly want to succeed in life, like you guys were saying, you have to have the desire. Well, if you don't have desire and you don't know what it is, what are you curious about? If you don't know what you're curious about, what aggravates you the most before you got on this call? And like I asked the, on the opening of this talk, if you're hearing me, that means you're hearing me inside of you. You called us in. Whether you know it or not, because you're listening to us, something inside of you knew that you needed this, and if you'll be open long enough to focus your attention, your desire will ignite automatically because it will create the environment around you to be more conducive to make it more easier for you to select desires instead of making a desire. <laughs> So I'm not, I don't know if that's helpful or hurtful, but I just wanted to stop there before I get too deep because this is a very passionate favorite subject of mine. So let me pass it back to you, Paul. Well, no, I appreciate that. And uh, it's kind of funny when I'm meeting new people and we're talking about business or any new endeavor, the very first thing I want to find out about that person is – not only what are your expectations for this relationship, but what do you want out of it? What's your desire? Are you tuned into that space to really know what that is? Because I got to tell you, if you don't know, you're going to be spinning around in circles for quite a bit, just kind of, you know, those weevil wobble things will just kind of spin around and not really have a direction to move in any particular direction. They're just going to go, expend a lot of energy and try a bunch of new stuff and do a bunch of stuff. And it's not really moving the ship forward. It's not moving your life forward. It's not moving you towards a definite purpose. And the reason why I call it a definite purpose is I'm kind of foreshadowing because what does Napoleon Hill talk about in later chapters in his book, having a definiteness of purpose in your life. So you're absolutely right. It's, and, you know, it's all nothing's new under the sun, right? right John regardless of what your belief system is you have one right <laughs> regardless of if you clicked off of this podcast now or if you're continuing to listen which I highly re recommend you do you are wanting something like John said you're looking for something you were led here by something someone somehow you found a link somebody sent you an email, 
maybe you're listening to this podcast with a friend now, you've made that initial step. So why not take the next step and just identify who you are, identify exactly what you want, and take action. So, guys, uh, that's it for this week. Uh, See, have you got any closing words for us, brother? You know, I think um, for the folks that's led here, just like John mentioned, you know, where are you hearing us from? Where where are you hearing me from? You know, it's from the position of fear, hatred, all the low vibrations. The point is, if you're here right now, there's something that resonates with you. There's a common vibration that we share You know, and even if you wanted something different, because we all have different levels of success in our lives, we have different desires of success. And I know we're talking about Napoleon Hill's book, Think and Grow Rich. Well, wealth and being rich doesn't necessarily transmute into monetary equivalence. It's different for everybody. The significance of your desire is different for everybody. But I believe the commonality that we have, we're all vibrating at certain levels in a degree that connected us thus far, right? And that desire common, you know, commonly can be put into, okay, it's some form of change, something in your life right now that's happening at this very moment has provided something that ignited you and said, okay, I want to discover a thing, right? What is that thing? And so part of that discovery is exactly what Paul Moore mentioned in the beginning is grab the book, grab a piece of paper and do those exercises, You know, do those exercises to help you get further along into the moment of who you are and what you want. Because especially nowadays, everyone's trying to tell you what you want. Everybody's telling you what you want. You know, and the last thing we ever did, you know, for a very long time is to actually agree with what we want versus agreeing with what everyone else is saying, right? We focus more of distraction then we focus on focus, right? We practice distraction, and we wonder why we're not focused, you know? So practice focus, do the exercises, grab the book, follow along with us, and then contribute along with us in your own personal growth of self-discovery. And I believe that's where you really see where the magic happens in the things that we're doing today. So back to you, Paul. Oh, man, I love it, brother. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate you so much, more than you ever know. Tune in next week when we bring you some of the best tips, training, and techniques for enhancing your life. This has been Freedom From Concern with your Freedom Ninjas. Special thanks to Mr. John Pate for bringing the fire this week. We love you all. We'll see you next week.